Welcome to Pop Goes the Culture podcast. It's the midweek show. We're going to rebrand this as our home entertainment shows from now on. For Tuesday, April the 10th, I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Sitting next to me on the couch is... It's Dusty Stafford with uh, PGTC Dust on Twitch. And joining us online, as usual, is... I'm Jacob Paxwell as Michigander on Twitch. Alrighty, fellas. Let's take a look at a couple of headlines real quick before we jump into our yeah, I didn't uh, gaming. Even get talk. my paper. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Grab, grab your uh, list you, there. You didn't offer me any coffee this morning, so, so. you're a little out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all right. Uh, let's see what's going on. A Quiet Place, uh, the movie, the A Quiet Place, won the weekend box office with an estimated fifty million dollar opening this last weekend. Uh, either of you seen that? You didn't see it? Did no, you? I haven't seen it. I have seen the trailer. Uh, it looks good. Uh, I actually forgot that it came out this week. Yeah. So I probably that, would have seen. Is that the horror movie? Yeah. With, uh, oh, I do want to see that. Yeah, it looks good. There was some talk online. Some people had said that actually that was supposed to be a, another Cloverfield movie. But then some other people involved in the production said, no, that was never the case. But then... I don't know. You're getting two different stories from two different groups of people that worked on the movie. Some are saying that that was going to be another Cloverfield tie-in kind of movie, but others are saying no, no, that was never it. But either way, it. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I'd have to go see the movie to make that judgment right. call. But I'm pretty sure if I watched it, I would be able to tell you if it had anything to do with Cloverfield. Well, I guess it's it's. I guess the monsters in it are some kind of creatures, aliens that have invaded, and they like hunt by sound so if people are making sound that's how that's why the whole movie's quiet or whatever i see i see so maybe like a kind of like how the other two could be possibly a post cloverfield like after it sounds like it could tie it in with the second cloverfield movie since it didn't have anything to do with cloverfield until the end when the aliens were coming in or whatever so well the second one would have been like what started what what happened to cause the first one yeah but well no that was the third one the third one is what started oh, yeah, the first that's right. one. That's correct. The second one was the one with the gals locked down in the basement. That's right. That's right. And at the end, there were the aliens. So they're saying maybe they could have tied those two together with this that's movie. That's possible. I, I can see that. Did but, you see the second one, Mitch? No, I only saw the first one. So I think we had a show about. We did, about the third one. one. Yeah, about the. Well, we had the a one show that came out on tying Netflix. in the second one into the third one. Right. Which the second one is hard to tie into the first one at all, but it's what was the title for that one? Uh, I forget the name. Ten, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, it was a it was a street address. Yeah, but it was uh, if you was it John Goodman? Not John. Yeah, Goodman. it was John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman. But anyhow, I guess they have. They're saying now. Either way, it's not tied into Cloverfield. But uh, on its own, it won uh, the opening weekend with fifty million dollar opening weekend. Ready Player One dropped down to second place. Black Panther came in in fourth place. Didn't make a lot of money, but enough to out earn Titanic to become the number three highest grossing film in the United States. That's uh, quite a ways behind uh, number one, which was Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, that made nine hundred thirty-seven million in the U.S. And Avatar was number two with uh, seven hundred sixty-one million. Black Panther's at six sixty-five and on its way down, so it not not likely that it's going to catch Avatar, but it's still not a bad haul. Have you guys seen that Ready, Ready Player One? No, no, we have not. We uh, not that I don't want to see it. It's just I have I haven't actually had time to see it or people, any movie for that a lot matter. Of people are telling me to go see it, so I was just kind of curious, kind of want. Other people's opinions before I even go spend money. Yeah, I've not heard anybody say they didn't like it. It's just nobody, you know. A lot of people said, yeah, it was okay. It was good. I mean, there is your, what you call your avid uh, movie watchers. You know, anytime something big's coming to the movie theater, they, they go watch it on premiere night. And that used to kind of be us years ago. Until we had kids. and Now we're older and we have lives and <laughs> can't go to the movies every single weekend. Yeah. No wonder we get along so well. I'm in that same boat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I guess word is that not even the full cast has seen a final version of the new Avengers movie, uh, Avengers Infinity War. 
they've got the movie on spoiler lockdown, and I guess the cast is only we're only, only given the pages that applied to them to film. So nobody other than the director and probably a couple of producers have seen the full version of what's going to happen. So it's that. all secret stuff. They're keeping it secret. The uh, directors or the producers, somebody, I think it was the directors, uh, put a letter out online earlier this week asking if you see the movie, you know, early, not to spoil it for everybody else. So they're, uh, they're tr- they've, they've got something up their sleeve. They're trying to keep quiet. I don't know what, but probably who <laughs> dies and who doesn't and stuff. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to do that. Speaking of the Walking Dead, uh, season eight finale is coming up this weekend. They're asking people not to spoil that as well. But something big going to happen in it? I, I don't know. I'm guessing it's the last one of the season. I guess this is supposed to be the big war finally that they've been teasing for what two and a half, three seasons now. Between well, I haven't seen any of this season eight yet. So what'll happen is it'll finally finish. It'll p- push to Netflix, and then I'll watch it from. Right. Start to finish without having any wait time. Yeah, you know, and you get you get spoiled because of Facebook and different things like that. They kind of tell you what's going on, but I don't pay much attention to it. I'll watch it when it comes out. Well, I saw earlier. I think it was yesterday, so I didn't add it to this list. But uh, there's the HBO series Westworld. Uh, last season had a bunch of you know people were putting their theories out there what was going to happen, and in a lot of cases their theories were correct, and so it turned into spoilers inadvertently. And I guess the producers this season, they're getting ready to start up their second season this month. And so uh, they said, look, we know some people want spoilers. We know some people don't. So they were saying if, uh, I think they put it on Reddit or something, if they got 10,000 or 100,000 upvotes on Reddit, then they would uh, put together, they would sit down and put together a video with the producers sitting there saying, here are the spoilers and here's how everything connects for this season. And if you want to watch it, you can, but <laughs> don't tell everybody that doesn't want to watch it. Let them decide for themselves if they want to know what the spoilers are. So rather than letting people dig around for spoilers and steal stuff and behind the scenes, sneaking photos, they're saying, if you really want to know spoilers that bad, we'll give them to you. Just don't tell everybody else. So we're kind of in that yeah. spot now. We're in spoiler culture on the internet. Where I, well, shows like this, and uh, <laughs> we yeah. try not to spoil. Yeah, too we don't. Much. We don't do much spoiler in here. And finally, in the headlines, uh, talking about TV season finales and seasons starting up, uh, Legends of Tomorrow wrapped up their season three last night. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to yet, we've got a special bonus interview episode up right now uh, with speaking with the uh, writers from Legends of Tomorrow, talking about uh, kind of their writing process, season three, uh, talked a little bit about the finale and where that leads into season four. So if you haven't already, uh, we encourage you to take a listen to that. It's uh, it's been a big a big hit for us. We've had a lot of folks listen to that. Yeah, we uh, we've been, uh, had some pretty good success off of the interviews. Yep. So if you haven't had a chance to listen and you're interested, if you listen, if you watch that show and you listen to our podcast, uh, you might want to pop over there and take a listen to that. Uh, we'll be talking more about those headlines and others uh, on our regular episode this Saturday. So be sure to subscribe to Pop Goes the Culture podcast uh, on your on your podcast player of choice. And that way you can be notified when the new episodes are released this weekend. We are talking about, uh, weapons in pop culture. Uh, we have a Twitter poll up that you can vote in about. I actually uh, forgot about that. Yeah. It's a, I actually forgot what, what we were doing, <laughs> what we were doing from last. Yeah. Week. We've got a Twitter poll up. We picked uh, handheld or hand worn weapons in pop culture. We threw four options out there for those of us that were here on Saturday uh, last week. So we'll give you the results of that What uh, after everyone has a chance to go vote. That poll closes on noon central time on Friday. Uh, so go vote in that. What's your favorite handheld or hand-worn pop culture weapon is? And then we'll talk about those and other uh, pop culture weapons on our show this Saturday. What were the <laughs> weapon choices again? I forget. You'd pick... Uh, uh, I think I had Frostmourne on there. Yeah, from World of Warcraft. Which, if you're listening to this show, you're probably familiar with uh, Frostmourne. Uh, let's see. What else was there? Uh, Kenny had the sword from the Thundercats, which I don't... I can't remember that it did a whole lot besides it grew. Like, it got uh, aroused, and it grew big. You, <laughs> and you, you could look through the, the eye on the handle. Like, it had, like, a gem that just looked like an eye that you could see through it. But I can't remember it know, did a whole I know lot some of swords other stuff. that grow big all the time. Yeah, uh, let's I don't see. Know about looking through the eye of it. Yeah, I think that you could look through it and see where the bad guys were or something. But <laughs> then I was uh, going way off. Yeah. I was going way off topic. There you go. 
Uh, let's see. Quit. Uh, Odin picked the red lantern ring from the from DC Comics, and I can't remember what you I had. Infinity I Gauntlet. took the Infinity Gauntlet. That's right. So, so go in and vote for those if you haven't already. We'll talk about the results of that. If you don't do the Twitter thing, you can uh, send us your vote or your comments uh, via email at pop goes the email at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pop goes culture podcast or on Twitter at PGTC podcast. Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com pgtcpodcast.com Hey, this is Joey Mills with geekdad.com and Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Hey, listen, if you enjoy the content we create week in and week out, then consider becoming our patron at patreon.com slash pgtcpodcast. There you can choose from the tiers and find the one that makes the most sense to you and start enjoying the rewards, including behind-the-scenes access, not seen or heard in our live streams and podcasts, as well as helping shape our future shows. Again, that's patreon.com slash podcast. Sign up today and be among the first to know when new tiers and rewards are added as we meet our goals. Again, that's patreon.com slash podcast. New this week on home video. It's kind of a slow week. Uh, a couple of things did come out, though. Uh, the Greatest Showman starring uh, Wolverine and the gal from Spider-Man and... Uh, one of those Disney fellers. So he done a the Greatest Showman. Yeah, he's got this circus type thing now. Yeah, it's like Did a song, watch the, dance, musical kind of thing. The other movie that was almost really similar, like the trailer to the Greatest Showman, was really similar to the the Magic. Remember the one he was in where? Oh, they were talking. To, he, he was had to do with magic tricks and stuff like that. Do you remember that movie? No, I don't know what movie you're talking Hugh about. Hugh Jackman starred in a... Um, a movie about magic? Yeah, hit in a Tesla's coil and all this stuff. You know, What was that name? What was the name of that movie, Mitch? I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. It was kind of recent, actually. Yeah, within the last... I'd say it's within the last four years, maybe five. Um, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. You'll think while you're Googling it. That's why I'll look it up here and see. Anyway, it seems like the intro or the the trailer for The the Greatest Showman almost seems like the same intro to... The Prestige? The Prestige, that's it. That movie's uh, 12 years old. Yeah. (laughs) No wonder I couldn't think of it. All right, so yeah, that's out on home video this week. And then Outlander, the television series on Stars, their season three is out on home video this week. Mitch, you're a Stars guy. Do you watch the Outlander show? You know what? I started with uh, season one, but I in all the movies. But no, I have I am not up to date on really a lot of TV series. Yeah, I never got into it. It's uh, based on a set of books, a kind of romance, historical, sci-fi kind of thing. Like a couple of people fell in love, and then like years centuries later they're like reincarnated or something i don't know i'm probably getting that wrong as somebody that actually watches that show or reads the books will butcher us online but it's something like that i haven't gone further down that rabbit hole because it's just not my cup of tea nope. i don't know anything about it there you go and comics this week uh on wednesday there's some new comic books out on the shelves. DC Comics has The Flash, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman, and Scooby Apocalypse books out this week. Uh, there's new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle books out of IDW. Gideon Falls at Image Comics. Marvel has new Avengers, Doctor Strange, Old Man Logan, and a couple of different X-Men books. Uh, Red and Blue team books out this week. And at the box office opening up this weekend is Rampage based off of the old arcade game starring The Rock and a bunch of CGI <laughs> monsters. <laughs> hey, I like that game, man. That was awesome. Yeah, the game was great. The, yeah, I, I spent a lot of quarters on that game. Oh, yeah. I don't know how it's going to do as a movie, but... We'll Aladdin's see. Castle. You could, was the arcade <laughs> yeah, at the mall we had, a, we had a arcade in the mall that was called Aladdin's Castle. And uh, I remember our mom would I'm be like, we're going to the mall, and she'd just drop us off for hours on end. While she went shopping, yeah. Yeah, we'd just stay in the Aladdin's Castle, and you could... They You'd run like, through your money real quick. Then yeah, you just stand there and watch when you're trying else. to beat the uh, the Korean feller playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, uh, and he just keeps keeps kicking your ass, and you're like, I'm gonna get him eventually, and just keep poking quarters <laughs> yeah. in there, and then never getting him. Eventually, you get tired and just be like, you yeah. know what? 
I have to go. <laughs> or I'm out of money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Rampage, I think, even came out on Nintendo, didn't it? I think I thought we had it at home for a while there. I'm pretty sure it came out. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, that was... It was fun. But, you know, I don't know. We'll see how the movie turns out. But talking uh, video games and gaming and kind of diving into some of that stuff here. Uh, the BlizzCon dates have been set for November 2nd and 3rd in Anaheim, Los Angeles, California. $199 get you into both days of the BlizzCon. Are you going, Dust? You know, it's funny. We talked we talked about it a little bit this morning. And I was like, you know, we could take I could save back the money that the the state pays me to mow just the state building because right. it's kind of separate from everything else. Right. So they I could set back all the money that they and by the end of the mowing season, you know, I'll probably have like $2,000 just set back well getting the pass is only 199 know, it's the it's the flight out there or the gas money out there and the, actually, ho- the hotel is what kill you in we probably drive we probably yeah drive out. but if you can get that set up so we all go that'd be sweet yeah if we could do the pop goes the culture podcast live from the floor yeah. at blizzcon that would be cool so if anybody uh and working at blizzard Cinnamon's here's this. not with us today but if uh, she'd be all for the oh, yeah. <laughs> for that for sure yeah they have uh you know they do the different panels and they talk about the games and they have their championships, the arenas, and Overwatch and Heroes of the Storm oh, yeah. and all that. And uh, they have a big costume cosplay contest down there too. I think so. It'd be right up our alley. So if uh, anybody from Blizzard's listening, Pop Goes <laughs> the Culture Podcast would be more than happy to uh, put it, do a show out, there. do a show, yeah, from the floor or host something for you. Yeah, we you could. I, we could do like. We could host they, whatever. Yeah, whatever they want to put us on. I'm sure we can talk about it. And we can probably keep it PG-13. Mostly. But out there, you know, there's there's probably some slutty costumes and stuff. That's yeah, not there's exactly. also probably some kids out there too, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves is addressing uh, the instant brigging that we've talked about here as well. People are, as soon as you pop up in the game, you're getting thrown in the brig because they uh, are trying to save space. They want you to log out so they can save space for their buddies. They are going to attempt to uh, fix that by promising that they are going to add in an option so that when you start off, you can either choose to have your ship be open, so any kind of matchmaking, they just throw people in, or if it's by invite only, so that you can only invite people into your crew, which they should have done all along. And (laughs) they are also promising that they're going to add an option so that if you are grouping with random people, that uh, you can select whether or not you only want to group with people that do or do not have microphones because you a lot of times will get randomly grouped up and you'll be the only person talking. So they're going to add that option so that if I you only want to talk a with microphone. You, well, no, apparently not. So if you only want to group up with other people that will speak, then you will supposedly they're going to be adding that option. I don't know. That may be too little too late at this point. Those are some of the things they probably should have had at release instead so. of promising to do them a month later not to be uh debbie downer here but i'm pretty sure my see it these days are over they were really short-lived i just can't see a reason to go in and play it yeah a reason to come back there's no. ju- with the repetitiveness yeah of it. what about you mitch well <laughs> it's kind of funny because uh we were talking about this over the weekend and uh <laughs> since i uh was unfortunately i bought the game Instead of doing the game pass, everybody's like, "Oh, we're so sorry for you." <laughs> so, <laughs> so everybody's kind of like teasing me and uh, letting me have it. But um, yeah, it's actually funny. Uh, me and uh, two other players that I game with, they uh, will play it only if each of all of us are on. I mean, that's the only time. That's kind of the the game we'll we'll get on and we'll just do some missions. But other than that. Uh, yeah, I, I think everybody's kind of moved on from that game. Yeah, and it was super short-lived. It was, what do you call those games that have like huge, huge hype, and then they release and everyone's like, this game's no what good do we do all. now? You know, it's like... Well, that's that seems to be the state of gaming anymore. Even Destiny 2 was like that. And I, you know, I played Destiny 2 pretty heavy for... Two or three lo- weeks, probably? No, no, months. Really? Yeah. What? And then... You get max level, and then you're done. It's like, what do you do now? You know, even with World of Warcraft, there's that is the one game that the game really doesn't start until you hit until the level. you hit max level. Yeah. It's like grind, grind, grind up to max level, and then you get to play the game. Yeah. 
So what is what about No Man's Sky? Didn't that have a big hype and then it was kind of yeah. a disappointment also? It, yeah, it had a lot of hype. Then they released it and there was another one of those where it wasn't it didn't live up to the promises and then once you got in it there was nothing going on, nothing to do. I don't see uh anything on this sheet about Black Ops four being announced. Uh I have it on I think it's on. I got it on the one for the weekend because it didn't come out until late. But yeah, you can go ahead and talk about it if you want. I don't. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I, w- I, I haven't just, seen the trailer, but I saw my daughter calls day. me from Washington and says, "Hey, they're making Black Ops Four. You should watch the zombies trailer." And I was like, "There's a zombies trailer already for a game that's not out yet." She's like, "Well, just the trailer. You'll see it." And I was like, "I might check that out." She gets we. She likes it because we all used to sit down and play together, right. you know, me and my wife and uh, the older kids would all play Call of Duties together. So she had the, now Now she's across the country from me, so she wants to make sure that I'm up to date on uh, what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play Black Ops, Mitch? No, it's, uh, no I, I haven't played any of them, but uh, I was going to ask, since we're talking about newest games, what is like the newest game that you guys were thinking about getting? I, I, I'm asking you because I bought the game of CFTs and then <laughs> afterwards you're like, oh, you shouldn't have probably done that. So I'm trying to get your guys' ideas now. So you're not in, you're not alone in that. My the <laughs> Mr. Joey over here paid sixty dollars for the game also. Yeah, and it was worthless. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, and I knew that I was getting it. I only got it because, hey, we could play together on your Xbox. And this is before you went back in and started buying PC and getting back into World of Warcraft too. Yeah. So I got it because that was going to be the only thing and the only way we were going to get to play together again. But and but, then I come up with the idea of buying two gaming machines to play World of Warcraft. And so <laughs> yeah. if I'd known that, yeah, I wouldn't have bought it. But yeah, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four looks like it will be out October twelfth, twenty eighteen. Yeah, they always um, right around before right before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, before always, the holiday push. Yeah. yeah, they always try to get that going. Have you guys ever played State of Decay? No, no. but um, it, I've watched you play it a little bit, and I've seen the trailers and stuff. It looks really cool. Yeah, there's a second one that's coming out May 18th if you buy the special edition, and May 22nd if you get the regular edition. But no, they're saying actually the newest one. Yeah, the the one I'm playing right now is uh, free off of Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, Microsoft. If you want to go that route on the PC, but um, they're saying the the State of Decay, the trailer I think looks pretty awesome for the second one coming out, and uh, it's actually going to be co-op, so you can play together with uh, with your friends. Yeah, I seen. Uh, well, they're they're starting to push some of the games that. were originally solo campaigns even far cry 5 that just came out was always a single player game and this this in far cry 5 they made it to where you could play couch co-op with one other person through the whole story so everyone was stoked about that so i think you know all these games that have initially been single player campaign based games are now working towards making it what what I'll call uh, Borderlands style campaign where you can have you know you and three other people doing the same thing right well that's what gaming's a, a social thing is you know if you want to play solo you can but most people in Borderlands want that got it right from the get-go yeah and that's actually probably the number one game the next game that I will play is you know just as much as I play World of Warcraft. Yeah. I have a so like this deep down desire for Borderlands. I've loved it from Borderlands One. Borderlands Two was even better. Now they did take a dive in the pre sequel, which uh, not to not to call out any names or anything, but they let they let Australia take over the development for the pre sequel, and that hurt them in the end. So. But there is a release date for Borderlands 3. Is there? Yes, yeah, sometime there. It was in the fall. It was October also, I think, wasn't I it? I think it's September. September 2018. 
I think is what they're they're hinting at. I don't think there's an actual official release date, but there's supposed to be a trailer, a release trailer coming out June something. Yeah. And then I think a September release date. They've been working on Borderlands 3 for years though, so it's uh it should be right around the corner for us. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, let's see. Also taking a look here. So we talked about, you know, we've all played Fortnite, and we were all wondering how is this mobile app going to work? How can you play the game Fortnite on a phone? Um, apparently somebody figured it out because Fortnite is the most downloaded app in the Apple iTunes store. That's not the most downloaded game. That is the most downloaded app. Uh, that is with the first couple of weeks it being by invitation only so you couldn't even just search for it and download it you had to know somebody that was in it that could get you a code to play it the game uh, has made 15 million dollars in the first month most of which uh, was during that by invitation only phase uh, once it was in wide release the game made 6.4 million the first week of open release and again that's still only on iTunes it's not even opened up on Google devices Android the devices Android. yet uh, so once that happens, they're expecting, they're forecasting that the game will make somewhere around $3 million per day. Once so how much is it to play it on mobile? The game's free to download, and it's free to play. The, the, only, and there's no, the only thing you can spend money on is cosmetic stuff, like outfits. There's no power-ups you can buy. There's no... Yeah, I knew, just like the regular game. Yeah, so people are spending $15 million in that first month or so just for outfits on a free Fortnite <laughs> on their phones, which I don't know how, like I said, I still, I haven't downloaded. I guess I should download it and see, but I don't know how you can play Fortnite on your phone. I don't, <laughs> it's hard enough. So playing. I've, I've tried to play a few of those games like that on my phone. And if it's not, you know, a card style game right. or something like that, it just seems awkward. But now, I will say that kids, you know, our kids have figured out, they grew up in this era where the mobile device games are a lot more popular than we are. We think of a phone as, you know, something we just talk to and text on and that's it. But So I don't really play any mobile games on my phone. I used to play that... uh, Clash of Clans. Yeah, Clash of Clans and Clash Royal. Clash Royal was kind of a card-based game. Right. But uh, that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Have you anything, Mitch, on your phone? Uh, no, I was going to say, what is that, uh, the pigs, where you shoot the pigs? Uh, the Angry Birds? Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. I think that was probably the last game I really actually added to my phone and I took off. But, yeah, I, I, I only watch videos and movies on my phone or text messages. That's about it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how playing Fortnite on a phone would work, but apparently somebody's figured it out because they're spending, you know, 15 million dollars that first month, 6.4 million in the first week of worldwide release, and you know, like I said, forecasting three million dollars per day for a game that uh that was put together to be a co-op zombie shooter. Uh, they've kind of <laughs> abandoned development on that and turned this into we'll just we'll just grab the battle royal piece and throw it out on mobile and. Well, I wouldn't. I haven't played any of the PVE side of it. I wouldn't mind yeah, playing. We can do it that sometime, just to see how you know if it's any good. I haven't played it at all, and I, uh, you know, we we have it now. Me and Jessica yeah. both do. So yeah, we should do that. Maybe that maybe we'll uh, stream that this weekend or something or sometime this week. Yeah, get on and do the PVE part. Is there any like, um, like tutorial thing that you have to yeah, do before you, yeah. you can actually play Yeah, the, you have to get through a tutorial. So I should probably do that on my own. Yeah, just to get through it. It just shows you how to like shoot. Not to go back aim. to Sea of Thieves, but I did. <laughs> so I had pre-ordered Sea of Thieves, two copies of it, and had paid the initial $5 per copy to get the pre-order. Right. Which that got me the the outfits, and we got into the beta for a month and all this stuff. And so I went back to GameStop with my original pre-order receipt, and I'm like, I never bought this game, and I don't want it. I don't even have a Xbox anymore. And they're like, and the guy, the manager at GameStop, he's he's such a cool guy. He's like, well, what do you what do you want? And he's like, you want your ten dollars back, or you want how you want to do it? And I'm like, 
Well, I said, just for now, I said, I don't really want the $10 back. Just give me $10 worth of Microsoft points or Microsoft currency. Right. So now I have 10 bucks worth of Microsoft currency. So now I can go into Fortnite and pay the nine ninety nine for the battle royale, right. the kit or whatever that gets you the costumes and all that. Yeah. So I, technically I could do all that for free now. There you go. So I, I might use my Microsoft currency to buy the Fortnite, uh, whatever the next tier is. Right. The battle pack or whatever. Uh, yeah. The battle pack yeah. tier. Well, speaking of uh, stuff making money, apparently uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, which came out in 2013, is the most profitable entertainment product of all time. Uh, the game has sales surpassing six billion with a B dollars. Uh, by comparison, when you adjust for inflation, Star Wars and Gone with the Wind are estimated to be worth about $3 billion each, so about half of what Grand Theft Auto V is worth. In terms of other games, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 has sold about 24.2 million copies, uh, whereas Grand Theft Auto V sold about 90 million copies. So apparently Grand Theft Auto V, which I don't know if you ever played it or not, oh, yeah. that is the most profitable I ha- I piece played it of like entertainment played it. of all time. So my daughter's husband, he had it for uh, PlayStation 4, and he played it a little bit. And if you can get past the language, like when you're playing this game, it is F this and F that, and it's just constant language. If you can get past that factor, it's actually a fun game. Right. But it takes... <laughs> really portrays to the 13 14 year old kid range yeah. even though you're supposed to be 18 to right. be able to purchase the game but parents these days don't really care what their kids are playing they just buy, buy the game because they, they want it and they pay no attention to it so there's you know sex in this game and strippers and it, it hey, really I, what's that I gotta get this game. <laughs> yeah, there's so there's sex and strippers and killing people. It really portrays to that 13, 14 year old <laughs> range because they don't play this game in front of their mom and dad. Right. They're playing it in their bedroom with the door locked while they're pl- and then when with mom the headphones says, on. <laughs> yeah, with the headphones on and mom says it's time to eat, they just pause the game making sure that it's not on a uh, stripper cinematic or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, that's why these games do so well. If you think back at uh, Witcher 3, when it came out, people loved Witcher 3 because it had a lot of nudity cinematics in it too. And those, these kids, they, lo- they love that shit. If they can see some titties, <laughs> some VR that mom and dad, <laughs> that mom and dad bought for them, then they're more apt to, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, mom and dad bought me a, a game that shows titties as many times as I want it to. All I got to do is just keep walking in the fucking strip club door, you know? So that's, uh, but parents, surely they know this they have to know Uh, i bet a lot of them i haven't played the game and i know yeah i mean well even the god of war series i think was the first ones i remember were what was the uh there was another one dante's inferno had a lot of uh like titties in it also yeah so anything that has nudity and the kids can get away with watching it and parents don't really care that much it's gonna sell really well yeah. So now we know that if we can make a Pop Goes the Culture game. Make sure there's uh, VR hookers in it. Yeah. We got to make sure VR hookers are part of the. And then we'll we'll be up there. We I don't know if we'll get 90 million copies. but Well, nobody else did. Like I said, with uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 selling 24.2. No there's no nudity in it. <laughs> no. But that's the, <laughs> that's the next closest competitor. has got, what, like a third, almost a fourth of the sales. So, Yeah. I don't know. We can... I could probably design a game that could that could push a hundred million copies. If you think of all the things that people really need inside of one video game, and sat down for, you know, months and months and put together every single piece of what people really want and make it all in one game. We talked about this. Oh yeah, we've talked uh, about that before. Oh, a couple of years ago, we sat down and thought of a video game that portrayed to every single person that. 
of any style of game, it, all, it would be all in one. Yeah. And uh, I think it would do really well, but we got to sell that first. Yeah. Some, <laughs> gotta somebody's got to come up with the money to. Yeah. Well, it doesn't cost money to portray. Well, no, but I'm saying somebody's got to come up with the money to develop it. Right. But you push it to. Blizzard's not going to take it because it's not going to have the nudity. You're going to have to push it to someone, um, EA or somebody that doesn't care about taking that hit. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, well, that's about it. We've got. Uh, we just need to talk about whatever we're going to do this week. Are we going to play some Fortnite? Then you want to do that sometime or play some yeah, WoW? Or? We got some work to do on the WoW before know, uh, the next I, expansion comes so, out. What's this mount thing has like super overwhelmed me? Well, we'll talk first. You're you collect mounts. You're a mount collector on World of Warcraft. Why are you why are you saying just me? Because I don't really care. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> I I help you out with it, but I don't really care one way or the other. I mean, I so there is an achievement goal that I'm trying to get to, and because we have gained so close to it, I guess is what pushes me to get it. Yeah, and it seems like. I can't really, you know, I I can't even level my characters that I want to level until I get this achievement done in my mind, it seems like. I guess I'm an achievement whore. That's I what you so. call it. Yeah, that's what you are. Yeah. So World of Warcraft has all these achievements. and uh, Well, and Mount Whore, too. It's not just, I mean, because there are other achievements we're close on that you don't really go after, but yeah, the amount achievements, it seems like, they're the ones that get you going. The you know the pet ones I really don't care much about. I think that's more um, not Mitch's thing, but Jacob's thing. He likes right. The, he likes the pet things, which is Joey's son. Um, so I got him like three or four more over the last couple of days, just because yeah. they drop for me in the raids and stuff. Some that we didn't have, and you know I see him on there, and I know we don't have them because it's yeah. it tells you. But uh, so if he's if you notice that numbers start climbing. I think it's around like 520 pets now instead of... Yeah. Which is a lot of pets. There's a lot more that are out I there. Know. Do you do any of the collecting, Mitch? Oh, you know what? I used to be an achievement whore just like you. <laughs> so uh, doing the pets, doing uh, the mounts. Uh, I don't have as many as you do. I kind of... My ADD kicks in and then I'm like, ooh, squirrel, something else to do. But uh, no, I... Uh, you know, I think I, I when I left the game, I was I was just doing dungeon runs. But you know what? I I actually enjoy going for mounts and uh, the pets and doing all the achievements. I like doing that. In fact, actually more than the dungeons. So. Yeah, I mean, it gives you something to do when your characters are max level already, and you're kind of waiting for the new expansion. You know, it's only four months away, or is that right? Four months. Uh, away? Yeah, I think August. So yeah, pretty close. Yeah, so the new expansion is four months away, and you're kind of sitting back thinking, "What can I get done before the expansion comes out?" And I'm back to the level grind again, up to 120. So, I mean, it's not like I don't have characters to push on up to 110. It's it's the fact that Every time a new expansion releases, some of the mounts that you can get right now go away. So there is mounts in the game that you will no longer be able to get after uh, Battle for Azeroth yeah. comes out. And I'm not sure that I have any of those, actually. Probably not. Well, there's some that we didn't get even as far back as Pandaria. Yeah. That's when they started taking stuff away. That was the first time I remember them taking stuff out of the game that you could get before that. There was, um, seemed like there was, uh, there was like three phoenixes that they took away. There was a lot of stuff. It was like, uh, if you got a kill in the raid on the highest difficulty while that raid was still the top raid, there was a mount that dropped yeah. like a hundred percent and then it doesn't drop anymore now that, but you really have to, and you couldn't do it for looking for raid. Either. No, it had you to be, had to have yeah. a core group of people to go in there and get that done. Yep. And there's a few of those still out there like that. And I'm not even any guild. I'm not even any guild anymore. It's uh, I kind of just run solo for the most part, doing this mount thing. I mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that if you're playing solo or with a small group, then you're gonna miss. There's stuff you're just not gonna be able to do. Well, here's the thing: if you're not in a guild when the new content comes out, right? Then you're probably not gonna get in these raids like in my position coming into the game 
late into the, the latest expansion and the new one's right around the corner. Well, my characters are never going to be geared enough to push into a mythic um, well, Argus raid. Not even that. It seems like if you're not part of that core group of people that have raided together for years on a gu- in a guild, you're yeah. never going to find a slot when when the new content does come out and they're starting to push you know progression rating. They're trying to get through regular and then heroic and then mythic. If you're not part of that core group, because you know now it's down to ten people is all you have to have. So if you're not part of that ten that's always played together and always will play together, then you're never gonna. You know, unless you put together a group of ten on your own, you're never going to fill into somebody else's. But I it do seems think like. it's easier to get inside of that group of ten people if you start an expansion fresh and you're hitting yeah. 120 at the same time these other people in your guild are hitting right. 120. Well, yeah, yeah, it's easier to get in. It's easier to find your way into a group that just needs to pick up one or two more DPS or whatever. Yeah. If you started that with them, but yeah, even then it seems like all the guilds I've been a part of that were big enough to, you know, I'll, I'll join a guild of, you know, that's got a lot of people that even on those, you know, if they may have 900 people in the guild, but really only 40 ever play. And out of that 40, 20 of them are the alts of others. And, you know, it seems like when you get down to it, there's really only, there's a core group of 10 that raids, and then there's a few people like me that are just kind of the hangers-on, just well, there to... The people like us, and I know that you didn't take part in this, but I was always big into the looking for raid groups. Yeah. So I needed to go in here. I wanted to get geared up. Well, the easiest way for me is to queue up in the looking for raid because these guys are going to get that dungeon done. Right. Rather, you know, you you think, oh, you know, these guys aren't as hardcore, and you may wipe a time or two on a certain encounter, but you're going to finish that raid in that looking for raid group. Right. Every single time I have not went in a looking for raid group and had and it if, fall apart on you. I have had them fall apart, but there's people that take their place. Right. You know, if your tanks no good or your healers aren't keeping up, uh, and they'll just eventually they'll quit and somebody else will take their place and you'll finish it. So it may take you an extra 30 minutes longer than it would have if you just ran through it. But, it always seems like you you finish it no matter what. Yeah. But well, the problem is none of these mounts are dropping drop. from looking for raid. They, right. they won't drop for looking for raid. And I don't know why Blizzard won't allow the mounts to drop in the looking for raid. Group. Because they want it to be a, an achievement type thing. They want it to only drop for the people that have put in, you know, you want to say put in the hard work, but it's not even that. It's they want it to drop for people that have completed a higher tier dungeon in the or a raid, and the only people that are doing that are the ones that are in groups that are pre-made and, and at this point in the game's life have been playing together for you know since probably Lich King. That's when a lot of people joined. So a lot of these people are yeah. the same ten people after they shrunk the guild requirements and the raid requirements down from forty to twenty to you know, twenty five to twenty to ten or whatever. You know, it's it's to the point now where you know put those 10 people together. Maybe what we need to do is we just need to find a group that's going to get together at when the expansion comes out and well, Mitch play has got to, you've got some guys that you play with regularly, don't you? Oh uh, yeah, I got my, the one I'd probably use is my warlock. He's probably my favorite. So no, I mean like some other people that you play with. Like we were trying you to have get a our core group of players that you play up with to, uh, oh, you mean real people? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm in a guild and, uh, they're actually pretty decent. So, uh, they're a bunch of them are real life friends. So, uh, if they're online, they're, they're always more than willing to help you out. So I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure I could pull a couple people. And see, we don't even need to be on the same servers as Mitch to run in those raids. Right. We can go in, me, you and Jessica could join in on, of him and a group of six and still do a 10-man raid if we were geared enough to do it. And, uh, right. you know, he's not on our server, but it doesn't even make any difference because you just... Now it doesn't matter what server you're on. Right. Actually, I think if you if you created a character, there is a little... There's, so there's a little bit of uh, trickery to this mount farming thing. So here's the thing. And quote me, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but let's say you make a level one or level 20, whatever 
character you want to start on a server. And then you invite me to your group. So I then in turn go to your server. Right. Then I go out to well, places I, where I'm I out th- farming. I think so, but not necessarily. I, d- I don't know how that works exactly. Because like, like whenever, I think it's whoever invites is what server you go to. Right. But you don't ever, it's weird because you never like, you don't reload. It's just kind of like if, if you're in Stormwind and I'm out and I make a level one in the starting area next to Stormwind, if you're in Stormwind on your server, if you fly out, if we if I invite you and I'm on a different server, you fly out of Stormwind. You never like load again, but okay, you end so up but you end up together in the same spot as I don't know. It's kind of so different. the here's the thing. There's these dailies out in Legion. All right, some of them require a group, like the purple exclamation marks. Right, require a group to do. So you fly out to that location. You can see this giant boss that you need to kill to get that done, which sometimes pays out like 800 gold to kill him. So you click the little icon up there for group finder and hit yes, and it ports you in with 20 other dudes and you kill him that quick. Well, you're no longer on that same server that you were on. You're on whoever started that group server. Right. And you're instantly in there, and you're instantly with a whole bunch of other dudes. And once you leave it, you'll go back to where you were just standing. The boss is still exactly where he is, still alive. And yeah, so I'm yeah, that's what sure. people are doing. A lot of that is like they'll invite around multiple servers that way, so they can kind of server hop to look for rares and look for bosses. Yeah, that's what I'm there. trying to say. Is yeah. there is a way to more or less cheat cheat them out farming? If on the will. world server, yeah. Not like in raids. You still have to have yeah, a raid group. Right, for. right. What I mean is world boss drops. There's, I think there's a way to cheat it a little bit. And somehow the other day, I got eight mounts in one day. Just, and it was pure luck. They were all like between 12 and 72 hour spawn timers. And I just went around checking them. And for some reason, every single one of them was up. Yeah. I have no idea why. But the way that, I mean, if you're trying to farm a mount doing that, you're going to have to, I mean, it's, but you yeah, got to have a lot of people on a lot of different servers that have the only purpose is they just want to invite each other to server hop. It's not a real, I mean, at the drop rates on those things, it's not a, a viable Well, the, solution. I, was, I was only farming the 100% drop rate. Right, okay. Rates. So if they were up, you got them out. Yeah. That was, that was it. And that was uh, in Warlords of Janai. And they there's a ton of mounts. And it's funny that you think about all these mounts that you're getting out there for that. And it just seems like there's still, you're not even dented the amount of mounts that there is out there. A lot of them are reputation exalted. Right. You know, so it's a little bit, they're a little harder for us to get, but. I don't know. It's a it's a passion of mine that, to try to get this achievement for uh, Mount Tacular for 250 mounts. It's actually we have 295 mounts total, but we actually are what is it four away from the 250 yeah, four or five yeah 250 mounts usable by one single character is the, what the achievement is. Yeah, there's a. Uh kind of looking through them here there's one that's a uh, achievement mount oh you can't get that one <laughs> that's there ch- is some that are, you just look at that's just told, that one you could get but there's yeah. some that are you're just like you're there's no way you're going to get the achievements done in argus right or, you know until until we can get up to 130 then you might be able to go back and get that one but yeah right now i'm still here's one for uh that's from uh cataclysm the thunder the thundering yeah, me and Jessica went in there, and we put it on Heroic 25, man, and went in there, and we we uh, we cleared all but the last three bosses, and it's reset today because we were just, yeah. we didn't have time to mess with it last night, but it's it's actually doable with two people on uh, on Heroic 25. Yeah. So with three people, it'll be even easier. Cakewalk, yeah. Mitch, you still there? Oh yeah, I'm still here. 
Oh, you must be playing a game or something. <laughs> no, I'm listening to you guys. Uh, I'll probably have to jet in a minute. I got to go to bed soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's barely holding on. I think that's... I am. I'm like... I was like, I need coffee. I think that's why he's not saying much today. He, might, he I yeah. think he's fallen asleep on us a time or two. Well, that's probably. Well, I, I literally <laughs> fell asleep the, the last one. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was like, well, I don't think he's coming, so I guess we'll start the show. Well, that's probably a good uh, place for us to wrap up, anyhow. Then, so we will get on and we'll th- try to throw some uh, live streams out and uh, over the course of the week and the weekend, see if we can do some of these mount runs and some of these dungeon clears for the or uh, raid clears for the achievements from the old raids and maybe even yeah. sit down and play a little Fortnite doing the PVE just so you can get a taste for that sometime. Yeah, that sounds sounds like fun. I th- is, do, do you have the PVE Fortnite, Mitch? Well, he's on uh, Xbox, right? Oh, that yeah, he's on the Xbox. He doesn't have it for the PC. I actually I uninstalled Fortnite just so I could play other games because my attention span. I would want to keep going back to Fortnite, so I actually yeah. installed it. Yeah. Well, that's all right. With, I the only reason I have it on uh, PC is because Joey over here. Had he extra had, copies. Yeah, he had extra cop or keys for me to to get it. So I ended up getting it for nothing. If you find, there's, I have a pattern. <laughs> I have a. I don't want to pay for a video game that I'm not sure about. Yeah, that's uh, that's my pattern. I think. Yep. It's like I'm not. I'm not sure I want to pay sixty dollars for something until I know I'm gonna like it. So I like to test games before they come out. Well, I didn't pay sixty for the Fortnite, so. It was since I just got burned on the CFDs, I'm kind of going to fall into that category too. Yeah, I think we should all just stick to World of Warcraft. <laughs> there you go. Well, until something, I mean, like I said, that Borderlands is what I'm looking forward to next. Yeah, and I'll play it religiously because, well, I've played the last two religiously. There's actually been three of them come out, but I, I did play the pre sequel. I beat it all the way through the end. I did play it. But it wasn't as good as Borderlands Two, yeah. And it it just had to do with who developed it. Yep. All right. Well, we'll be looking for us then on Twitch. We'll all try to get on and be streaming throughout the week. Uh, you can find us at Twitch TV dot or Twitch TV. Try that again. Slash Pop Goes the Culture. Uh, Twitch dot TV slash PGTC Dust and twitch.tv slash M1CH1GANDER. We'll all be on there at some point over the week, so uh, be oh, sure yeah. to check us out. Uh, you can find links to all of that and more at our website again at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Make sure if you haven't already listened to that interview, uh, that's the last episode that's out there, the bonus episode. Be sure to vote in the Twitter poll and Look for us online streaming, and then be sure to come back and check us out next week. Uh, we'll we'll record another episode this weekend. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be it for today, for this and send week. send Joey your panties, too. Say what now? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. I was using the used panties. Uh, uh, I, was, I don't know. All right. Well, that's <laughs> it for this week's show. Uh, again, I've been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. Sitting next to me, as always, is Dusty Stafford with... Stafford Lawn Care, and uh, I usually don't say the Stafford Lawn Care on the on this show. Right, it's on my weekend show, but uh, yeah, with uh, PGTC Dust from Twitch. And joining us online again has been uh, Jacob Hex. <laughs> wow, I can't even remember my name. He's tired. <laughs> Michigander on Twitch. All right, we'll see you all next week. Later. See you.